Welcome to Leading Behind the Scene. I'm your host, Gwendolyn Young, the go-to business and operations consultant for six-figure CEOs who are ready to greet their next level of growth. And I'm ready to share tools, strategies, and tips to help you excel in your business and your life. If you're a service-based entrepreneur, be sure to join me each Thursday. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you love the content, leave me a rate and review. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. It's Gwendolyn here from your virtual admin expert. And welcome to Leading Behind the Scenes, your weekly dose of inspiration to equip you to excel in business and life. I am super excited to be back today talking with someone that I adore and that I think you should know. My special guest is Kyla Graham. She is an accountant who's passionate about helping nonprofit leaders confidently speak about their money. And she also flies trapeze. We'll have her tell us about that in a little bit. Kyla is the CEO of Synergy Accounting Advisory, an accounting firm. I had the pleasure of meeting and serving Kyla while supporting a former client. And during that time, while kind of overseeing one of the mastermind retreats, Kyla and I had a chance to really connect. And it probably has something to do with the fact that she was in the kitchen baking some goodies for us. And I was trying to figure out who is this person that has just like taken over the kitchen. And so fast forward, it's been about 10 months since we officially started working together. So Kyla, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. I was just like, I'm going to keep busy. I'm around strangers. (laughs) Oh, is that what that was? Because I was like, she came in and she went straight for the kitchen. And I was like, who is this? Like, what is she doing? (laughs) Occupying myself. That's all. So tell us a little bit about you and about Synergy and about the clients that you serve. Yeah. So I like to bake. I like cookies. I like all things sweet, but I do enjoy all the things. So I'm like, what are we going to eat today? So that is for me on a personal level. So when people are asking, like, how are you doing? I'm just like, did I eat? What did I eat? I had a cookie. That was good. I'm doing good. Um, So that's me. I love food. I love to try new adventures. Hence the trapeze came up. And what's happened for me in my new adventures is that I decided I wanted to you know, quit my job and start a company and move to a new city, (laughs) which is how Synergy got born. I was working at a nonprofit and I love the work, but I'm a little antsy and I like change. (laughs) So I was just like, what if I like did this on my own and decided to start Synergy knowing that I wanted to serve nonprofits because that had been my entire professional background. And I had been around organizations where Everyone was passionate, but everyone was not necessarily working in their skill set. And so being able to say like, okay, so I need you not to do that. (laughs) Like what you do to me and just help them focus on like, okay, someone else will handle the accounting or someone else I can call to say, yes, that's okay. Or no, let's not do it that way was the reason that I decided to work with nonprofits because that was the gap. Everyone was saying like, oh, I'm going to do taxes or I'm going to do audits. But no one was saying like, 
I will answer your question just because you have a question. <laughs> now, that's good because that was one of the things I was going to ask you. Like, how did you just come to working with nonprofits? Because I know the more I started working with you, I was like, where was Kyla like 10 years ago when we started our nonprofit? Because like, I don't know anybody that is specifically working with nonprofits and really helping you to kind of connect the dots between money and mission, right? Because that was not something that we had ever really thought about too. It was just like in silos. Okay, we need to focus on fundraising or we need to focus on storytelling. But you have somehow managed to educate nonprofits on bridging the gap to do both. So tell me, how do you do that? And why is that important? So I do that in a variety of ways. So part of it for me has become really big on education. So telling them, let's talk about why that matters. Because typically organizations will come to me and say, hey, we need you to do our accounting. Okay. And while we have those conversations, I'm asking about like, hey, so what's the process for this? And they're like, I bought the thing. Like, (laughs) so I get that. Like, I can tell that you bought a thing, but I need to know why. And I am passionate about understanding why, because what I have found is when I know why they did a thing, I can tell them, oh, there's a better way. Okay. Or I can say, oh, there's more money for you. (laughs) So, and that's what I found working with other organizations is because they're so used to working silos and feeling like they have to do it themselves. They're not aware of what other resources are available. And because I'm not in the weeds, (laughs) I have the time to say, oh, I know that because of working with a different client, or I know that because of my experience just networking with other people who serve nonprofits, that I can bring that perspective to say, like, I'm asking you because in six months (laughs) or a year, I want to know that we can support you in this other way. Okay. Now, you just said something I think is really crucial. You said, because I'm not in the weeds. So what do you mean by that? So I'm not in the weeds in terms of the actual serving of their clients. Okay. So I am more behind the scenes. I might talk to a board member or two, but for the most part, their clients don't know me. Okay. (laughs) And so I have that barrier and I can be more objective which comes good when it's time to talk about like budget cuts. I don't feel any type of way. Like, <laughs> like it's all impartial for you. You're like, so there's no emotion connect. Yeah. Like while I want their mission, I am not connected to a person. And so for them, when it becomes a hard decision of like, do we cut this program or do we like cut this position for me? I'm like, is this going to sustain the mission? No. Okay, like I'm not doing it because you feel good doing it. I'm doing it because this is practical. Okay, so what do you wish nonprofits did more of? I wish nonprofits did more of that step back. That taking a break from the day-to-day and saying, is this still in alignment? Because sometimes you're just so close. You're just like, right now, COVID's happening. Everyone's like, how can we help? And for some organizations... You don't, that's not your role. And so by taking a step back and saying like, is this truly like in alignment with the work that we do can really save them extra work (laughs) to be like, we don't even want to go down this road. That's fine. (laughs) Um, So that's what I would love. That's a great tip for 
for profits too, is taking that step back and being like, is this really connected to what we should be doing? Should we be going down this rabbit hole or should we just stay focused? So that's actually a good tip for you folks who have for profits as well. So what do you wish that nonprofits would do less of? Less of? I wish they would worry less about the small stuff. (laughs) So I love all my clients. I do. I find them hilarious. I don't know. They don't don't think they're funny, but I think they're hilarious. But what I find sometimes is they get caught up in this one thing doesn't work. And so the whole thing is broken. Yeah. And it's not broken. Again, is this going to change the mission right now? No. Let's come back to it. Let's like address these other things then. Um, So that's just part of the, you know, we're too close to it, I think. Be that they're like, but I have to fix this. I'm like, do you have to fix it now or do we need to fix it before the end of the year? Mm. Which is prioritizing. Okay. So what do you think are some of the top reasons that nonprofits struggle with their finances? Organization. So either they don't have a system in place or the system in place doesn't fit how that person works. Okay. So... Typically, what I find is common for most organizations is the receipt process. So you'd be like, where are the receipts? They're like, in that uh-huh. folder over there. And I'm like, in that folder over there is faded. <laughs> Don't nobody know about that folder. If you leave the office, that folder is lost with you. I have one and- of those folders. <laughs> if we're being truly transparent. Yep. I have one of those folders in the closet. <laughs> And I'm like, you have your phone with you all the time. Take a picture of that receipt and move on. So I'm a big fan of figuring out, like, if you know that you're going to lose the receipt, take the picture when you get the receipt and then don't worry about it again. Like, I took the picture. I know it's saved on my phone somewhere. And that's more reliable to me than that folder over yonder where you hope that, you know, after three months, the ink hasn't rubbed off and you don't know what it's for anymore. Yeah, and then you're like, I think that says Office Depot, but I'm not 100% sure. So what are some of the things that Synergy does to kind of help people get more organized and overcome those things? So some of the things we do is our tutorial videos. So what I found was happening for a lot of people was when we're on the call, yes, (laughs) this makes sense. I know exactly what to do. And in a week, when a new priority has popped up, They have like put that task aside. And in a month when it's time to check in again, they're like, I did not do any of the things we said we were going to do. And it's not because they didn't want to. It's because they forgot what they were supposed to do. Mm. So for me, it's really important that when they say, hey, this is an issue, rather than me just answering it in like a paragraph form, I've been trying to do more and more video recording to say, hey, let me go into your file, walk you through the steps. So that they can just replay that when it's necessary. And the goal is if they were to leave the organization, they could say, hey, here are all the videos. (laughs) That's good. So I've always felt like I don't want my clients to feel like if they left for whatever reason, (laughs) all their knowledge resides with me. Like, I feel like they should have all that content. That's good. So that sounds like that that's one of the unique things about Synergy. So what else makes kind of you and Synergy unique and different from other accounts who might be focused on nonprofits? 
I would say my attitude. <laughs> I think most people are typically surprised when they find out that I'm an accountant. They're like, oh, like you're really talkative. And I'm like, only right now. Like, And funny novel. though, and hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I think I'm funny too. I'm very entertaining. <laughs> Some people just don't have good sense of humor. And that's another story. That's part of what makes me relatable and easy to work with is because I'm like, let's just move it along. I try and some days I struggle. I'd be like, let's not talk in accountant speak. <laughs> and really trying to see like, okay, how do I rephrase this? Okay, ask me that question again, just in case I didn't get it through. Because I want them to feel like they left the conversation with more information and less questions, or at least different questions. I don't want you to have the same questions you started off with. That makes sense. So tell me, what is the ideal type of nonprofit that you love to work with? I like people who are into change. Mm -hmm. So they are not afraid of saying like, we should try it a different way. Even if that's, be that with the programs they run or the systematic change that they're looking to do. They're not just like, oh, we're looking So one of my favorite clients, probably I would say is Broomfield's Fish. And what I like about them is, yes, they're a food bank, but what they do differently from other places I've worked with is they allow their, not right now, but typically they allow their clients to shop the store. So clients go in and say, this is what I want to eat. This is what my family will eat. They're not just saying like, hey, we got a bag of rice for you. Take that. So they give that option. And so that's the thing I'm interested in. Organizations were just like, I know it's always been done one way, but is there another way, a way that's going to serve the community better? Because to me, that translates into how they'll work with me when I bring up a new idea. And I'm like, hey, what if we tried this? (laughs) They might be hesitant. (laughs) It happens. (laughs) You know, even with fish, they were like, yeah, we are okay with it, but that sucks. But now, you know, a year later, it's like, oh, yes, that sucked to start with, but we feel better about that. Now we have a handle. Change is hard anyway, regardless of if you want it or not. Yes. So, but at least if they're like, we're into change. It's going to hurt, but we'll close <laughs> our eyes and we'll go with it. Yeah. Which is good because sometimes it turns into an amazing thing that you never even imagined was possible. Yeah. I want to switch gears a little bit and talk kind of a little bit about how we work together. So yeah. tell me what challenges you actually face right now internally and externally, just kind of as a CEO and an entrepreneur in your business. For me, one of my biggest challenges always becomes getting the ideas out of my head. <laughs> yes. And be like, let me say this out loud to another person. <laughs> And see if it sounds just as wild to them as it currently sounds to me. So that's been the struggle of not keeping it to myself, like acknowledging, hey, you need help. You need support. You need someone else to say, okay, I can handle this part of it, but you got to do this other part and not assuming like it all falls on me. You know, like my clients, like the executive directors used to be like, I do all the things. And I'm just like, ma'am, no, no but not that thing. And I feel like working with you reminds me of that. Like, mm-hmm, you should really not do that. Okay, good. Cause that was my next question was like, how can I help you 
like solve some of that? How can I help you feel more comfortable with just brain dumping and getting all of that out of your head? Yeah. How can you help me? Um, I think that constant reminder, I noticed it's one of the things that I do. I don't know if you notice it. I don't know. If, <laughs> but for our weekly check-ins, how we have that notebook, yeah. I will open up that notebook. Like today, I was like, add things to it. And so that's what I need the reminder of. Like okay. as I'm going through my day to keep that notebook open to just brain dump. Okay. Rather than waiting until the right before our meetings to be like, so what did you think about last week? I don't remember. So really utilizing some of the tools you've given to say, hey, this is the place where all those things will live until you have a conversation. Yes. And one of the other things I think, too, that has really helped us is because I have my tagging system in our email and I'm like, Kyla, I have this whole list of like, okay, Kyla needs to answer. Waiting for Kyla. And so when we leave check-ins, I'm like, hey, what about? And you're like, oh, I need to put it up on my follow-up list. <laughs> and so I think that's helpful as well. So that I've used to help us kind of keep going. So tell me what part of our working together makes you super happy. I would say the ability for us for me to talk out loud. Talk out loud. One of my fears is constantly that I am a jerk. Like, (laughs) which always surprises me. I'm like, what is she talking about? But I do, I genuinely feel like I was that mean friend. Like, and I'm good at being that mean friend. Like, I'm okay with that. Like, well, maybe that's why I'm always like, what is she talking about? Because I think my friends would refer to me as the mean friend. So maybe that's why I'm like, I don't know what she's talking about. It was fine to me. Yeah. So I'm always trying to make sure like, hey, did you say that with positive intent? Like I try to remember like, hey, ma'am, hold your stuff together just a little bit longer. And that's part of why I need to like do the brain dumps because I realize like I will internalize and fester and I'm like, ma'am, write that someplace. <laughs> so it's just not looping in your head. And now I feel like I forgot your initial question. Well, you answered it though. It was what part, you know, of us working together makes you super happy. Yeah. So you kind of answered it. So I have to ask on the flip side, because I promise I would be completely authentic to everybody. What part of us working together kind of frustrates you a little bit or you wish could be a little better? Mm. So I think for me has been timing. So I am a do it now person. I know this about myself. That's why my to-do list gets so long because I'd be like, you should do this now. And I noticed that's been the part about my communication that I've needed to be sure to articulate is like, what do I mean when I say, hey, can you get this done? By what? Like, you are not one Lazoni client. Like, what do you want? <laughs> and so right, for me, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, I'll do that on X. Well, I wanted it on X day. And then we're both like, oh, we completely missed that. So yeah. Yes. And that has been helpful for me because I'm like, make sure you tell me when you need it by so that <laughs> I could be like, let me get it to you because I don't want you to be mad at me. And I don't want Kyla to be like, what happened? What happened? What happened? So that's been super good. So is there anything else? No, I think we talked about the away message. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> like uh, for people who don't know, like I consider myself a high communicator, not necessarily a good communicator, but like <laughs> I want to know what's happening. And so away messages for me are really important just so I can temper like, hey, when is this happening? And because for Synergy, most of the team is, all of the team is remote. Yeah. <laughs> We're in different time zones. People are part-time. It's important that when clients, since they won't necessarily CC me, like if they just send the team an email, like, will they get a response letting them know, oh, in a week you can get this or whatever the issue is for me. Um, that was one of the things that I was like, let's, let's talk about those away messages. And I was like, I remember to put my... You did. And even before you have actually started using it for myself, because I'm so used to being on 24-7 that I'm like, who needs an away message? I'm just going to need sleep. I know. But I realized (laughs) that after the fact. So now I'm like, yep, away messages are good. (laughs) Let's use us. So give me an an example of something that we did together or something that I did for you that you were just like super delighted with. So I have loved all the trackers. Like, it has been, what? The thing is here. We're in a spreadsheet over there. Very exciting. Me too. But very exciting to be like, oh, here it is. It's organized. I can do a filter. That has been super helpful for me. And it's actually, like, I can tell that I've gotten more chill about it. Because I'm like, oh, yeah. Could you please give me a task to check the thing that you created for me? Because now I'm just like, oh, it's there. I know it's there. It'll be fine. She'll tell me if it's, like, something I need to look at. Yes. Um. <laughs> and I'm so excited because I'm like, somebody shares my love of organization and trackers and all this good stuff. And nobody else really understands that behind the scenes language when I get so super excited. But you're always like, let's do it. <laughs> like, what? There's a link. Got it. Done. Feel amazing. So- <laughs> Tell me how you need to transform your business like over the next maybe 12 months and how I can help you with that. Mm. Over the next 12 months. So one of the things that I've been thinking about is like, what is life after COVID? Which for me, like has COVID changed a lot of things for Synergy? No, not really. But it's emphasized my long-term goals of, hey, I want to be able to work from anywhere. And because I love to travel, I'm like, I want to go someplace. And they're like, well, you're about to be in quarantine for two weeks. I'm like, so where am I going for a month? (laughs) Like, If I got to wait two weeks to do stuff, I need to stay another two weeks to make this flight worth it. (laughs) So for me, I'm constantly or starting to like this last week, I've been thinking more about hey, as you think about like, where would you live next? Or where do you want to visit next? How do you set yourself up to stay in that location for a month? What does the team need to do? How do we need to like put systems in place that makes it feasible to be like, well, you are in a different time zone. What does that change? And so that's how I'm like, hmm, we should flesh that out. Like, what does that look like? Okay. As I type and add it. (laughs) I know, secret. It was not. (laughs) <laughs> so I have to make sure I remember that so now I can start thinking about it so what would you say somebody that wanted to work with me I would say to be honest 
So our initial phone call, you asked me about like, hey, what's happening with your current situation? Like, what are those challenges? And so I was able to be upfront with you, like, this is an issue for me. Like, <laughs> And knowing that going in made it easier for me when things weren't working for me to say, hey, I like you. I would like to keep liking you. Let's talk about this. <laughs> And so I think that level of honesty is really important to say up front on both sides, this is what works for me. This is how I communicate. And also understanding a new person, especially if they've never worked with our virtual administrator to say, what are the parameters <laughs> yes. of task that they can take on or that you're willing to let go of? And I think of it in terms of, having a long-term vision. So like, I know where I want Synergy to go. And so for me, it's like, okay, I know we're headed there. Am I communicating that to Gwendolyn so that we can stay on the same page so that you can support me? Because if it's all in my head, I can't be mad that you didn't do something if I never told you it was a thing. Did we talk about that? Because I don't remember. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that's the thing that I appreciate you because you're different from the other team members. The other team members are more in the weeds with clients and you are, are more like, hey, can we talk about a thing? And so I use you more of a, as a sounding board to be like, hey, does this make sense? Is this completely unreasonable? And I love the fact that you run a nonprofit um, because you can also give that perspective of like, ma'am, is that what you were talking about? Is that what you mean? So I think that's another facet of people we're looking to work with you to say like, what are the skills? What's the life experience that Gwendolyn has that can really benefit me in my business? That's good. So thank you for that. And I love the fact that we have those honest conversations because it's like, if things don't get said and they kind of fester and then you're left wondering like, okay, is she mad at me? Is she not mad at me? Did I do something? Did I not do something? Like, what's like, are we okay? Like, and I just don't have the brain space for that. I'm like, just tell me what it is so I could fix it. Nobody got time for that. And because I really value our relationship and just all of my client relationships, I'm like, let's just be I'm screwing up. Tell me I'm screwing up. If I'm doing a good job, tell me I'm doing a good job. But, you know, let's just be open about it. So I'm so super glad to hear that. So, Any last words for people and tell them how they can connect with you? Last words, write it down. Like for all people, if it's your business or if it's a personal goal that you're trying to do, write it down because that makes it easier to communicate to someone else because you've already done that rough draft and it doesn't become, you know, the new term word salad. Be like, you just saying a lot of things. I don't know what you're talking about. Like to do that first dump by yourself, which is, me in the notebook, I'll be like, let me put all these things here until we talk. And I think that will make it a more fruitful conversation personally or professionally with another person to say like, hey, I've already gotten some of the fog cleared. And for people who want to connect with me, I guess it depends on what you're interested in. I think I'm the most fun on Twitter. I'm a lurker. But if I do post, you know, and it's not like a regular, like, Gwendolyn helped me generate this post. I'm quite funny and I think I'm very entertaining. Um, If you are interested (laughs) in 
more of a like, behind the scenes, what else are we working on? That's definitely Instagram where you'll find that. I might post what I'm baking. And Facebook is for if you don't mind me not checking it for a week, <laughs> you can find me on Facebook. Yes. And Kyla has a podcast. So that's make sure you guys check that out. You can get all the details of the episodes on her website, Synergy Accounting Advisory. And it's Synergy, which is C-N-R-G. So don't kind <laughs> of spell out the word Synergy. So I hope Thank this you. was super enjoyable for you guys. I would love it if you could hit like, share it with anybody else that they might enjoy it, especially nonprofits, nonprofit leaders. I think every profit needs to know about Kyla. I said this when we first connected because I was like, man, where were you 10 years ago? Especially when she started talking about them 990s and all that other stuff. I was <laughs> like, yeah, I did the end. And she was like, that don't tell nobody nothing. And I was like, yeah, I know, but I didn't know that before you told me, like, where was you like, again, 10 years ago? <laughs> but make sure you share it. Be sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram at your admin expert and subscribe to the email list at my website, your virtual admin expert for even more tips, tools and strategies. So I will see you again next week for another session of leading behind the scenes. And I'll have another special guest. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Leading Behind the Scene. I hope you found some encouragement or helpful information today to help move your business and or your life forward. If you have a specific topic you'd like me to talk about or guests you'd like me to have on the show, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I love connecting with my listeners. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave me a rating review. I'll see you next week.